Worship Ministry Catalyst Podcast. www.worshipministrycatalyst.com Worship Ministry Catalyst is a networking resource for all worship leaders and worship team members, serving as a catalyst to facilitate worship in the local church. David Lindner and Kevin Cruz. Well, hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to another episode of Worship Mystery Catalyst Podcast. Welcome, one and all, episode friends and foes. 114. Friends and foes alike are welcome on this podcast. <laughs> yes, we welcome all kinds of debate. In fact, if you want to debate with us, we yes. encourage you to go over to our website, www.worshipministrycatalyst.com and leave some feedback on uh, on this podcast episode or any other episode. And we got some mad sauce on our Facebook we we page. Got a, we got a mad sauce like, and we've gotten a few more likes since the last episode. Yeah. So way to go. I was going to call your names out, but I didn't know how, if that's cool. I mean, yeah, bad, maybe. you know, privacy laws. I don't yeah, know. I don't know. So, but if you, if so you, let me know if you think that's okay, and we'll we'll just kind of you know rattle off some of the names of people who've liked us in the recent. Well, I was going to say we were talking about actually, um, you know, if you if you leave a comment or if you put something on there, you know, we'll uh, if you have a question, we'll read it, we'll discuss it on the next podcast. So uh, start start writing, folks. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be uh, revamping the podcast a little bit, doing some other other things in it. And, We're uh, switching it up after yeah. four years. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I was thinking about it. So like we didn't do anything big for 100. So I was thinking no. like when we get to like 137 or just some random, some number, random number, <laughs> because like when you think about us as worship pastors, I mean, every week is a big deal. Of course. And so like, you know, we didn't do any kind of celebration when we had our 150th weekend leading worship at a church or anything like that. Right. right? So, you know, so you know that'd we just be interesting. I should normal. I should try to figure out how many Sundays I've been at Laurelwood, and then like whatever the next round number is, like you know, be just just like in the middle of church, be like, does anyone know what Sunday it is? <laughs> is my four hundredth Sunday or how whatever? Can you not know? How do you not even care? You don't even you guys care. Don't you care. don't support us at all. <laughs> but um, anyway, how do we even start talking? Um, about that? Oh. So, but what I was going to say, yeah, we're going to, so like episode 137, we should redo our music like we were talking about a couple podcasts yes. ago, and then, um, and then we could work in some of these other changes and segments and whoosies and whatsies and whatnots. Who's it's and what's it's galore. So before we get too far into the podcast though. Wait, did you tell them uh, our Facebook page and Twitter? Going, oh, yeah. that's where you're going. So, uh, worshipministrycatalyst.com. Yep. And give us some uh, some mad sauce comments on the podcast. Mad sauce. Facebook.com slash Worship Ministry Catalyst. Go over there and give us a mad sauce like. Mad sauce. Twitter.com slash WM Catalyst. Give us some tweet mad about sauce us. Tweet. Hashtag mad sauce. Do you remember the jingle? Oh, uh, 360813. <laughs> <Yeah>. No? <laughs> Three six zero eight one eight four three three nine yeah four three three nine yeah three six zero eight one eight. No, it's on one one two one oh, one two three. That's right. Four three, three two one. See, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
I, I have like I have like my own jingle in my mind. I like hear it in my mind. I'm like la do 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 be do do. That's a real song. Yeah, I think that's a real jingle. So anyway, three six zero eight one eight four three three nine. You can leave us a voicemail and we'll play it on the show if you want to do that. That's area code one, country code one. Country code one, area code three six zero. Three six zero. Eight one eight. Okay, we also we'd love it if you gave us a review on iTunes. Ooh. Yeah, if you go over if you are if you're subscribed to our podcast on iTunes, give us a little review that helps us out. And uh you'll get some good current reviews up there. That would be awesome. We'd love you for that. We love you anyway. Of course. But, um but then email davidworshipministrycatalyst.com or... Kevin at worshipministrycatalyst.com. So, that's all of our stuff. That's it. Have a nice day. Thank you for... <laughs> thanks for listening to episode 114. Like four minutes just to get through our stuff. Woo! Woo! We're efficient. We, we got it done. Yeah. We got it done. That's the important thing. Yeah, so it's summer. It's 77 degrees in, our, in my office right now. Oh, is it in here? In here. It's 77 degrees. Wow. What, nice what's it outside? I don't know. It's got to be... I get, I can look. Because you have AC in here. Well, yeah. I think we have something wrong with our AC because... I hear it. It doesn't keep up. I hear it running outside. All right. The whole world is and you know is anxiously waiting for me to tell them what the temperature is here. What is the temperature? Ready? 82. It's a nice day outside, yeah, though. It's been a nice week. It has been. I cleared up. And, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so 77... And the Worship Ministry Catalyst Studios. Which is better than your garage. Remember your garage back yeah, in the day? it was like 110. It was a sweat box in there. Back when we so, were recording in your garage, yeah. hello. Yeah. Yeah, but hey, I, I just, you know, a little note to our listeners. We love it when you interact with us. Yeah, and, we actually do. And um, you, I know it takes a little extra effort to go from listening to a podcast to you know, when you get out of your car and get home and are sitting down at a computer next time to go and leave a comment or something. But when you do that, we really appreciate it. And it uh, brightens our day. It doesn't just brighten our day. It's just, you know, it's what we're all about where you know, we want to, we want to get as many of us at the table as possible. We want to, we want to open up the, the platform to everyone who's got something to say because we can all learn from each other. Yeah. None of us has all of this figured out. So we want to share the wealth of wisdom that's, that's rolling around in the brains of all the worship leaders, worship team members and worship pastors around the world. So, yeah. So when you get involved, all you're doing is helping us all out. So we want to drink from the well. Yes. All of us together (laughs) drinking from the well. Fill my cup, Lord. I lift it up, Lord. There you Remember go. That one? No, yeah. it sounds. Come and quench the thirsting of my soul. Wow. Breath of heaven, feed me till I want no more. No more. <laughs> fill my cup, fill it up, and make no me whole. Mo. You really never sang that one. No. Wow. What? What is it? Fill my cup. It's well, just like a chorus. Yeah, but I mean, like when, who. I don't know, some old dude. Some old <laughs> I don't know, some old song from forever I'm ago. Sure it's over there on the shelf somewhere, but Yeah. Good song. Yeah. Good. I don't know if it's a good song. <laughs> but oh man. It probably was for the time, I yeah, suppose. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, now it's kinda of past its prime. Yeah, you know, I like what uh, our pastor um 
at my church, Lorewood, uh, uh, Pastor Mike, he, he says, you know, some songs have a shelf life. <laughs> and uh, when that song, when that when that shelf life's expired, you need to just move on. You need to just throw it away and just move on. Yeah, yeah. Some, like, I Could Sing of Your Love Forever had a very short shelf I life. Could sing of but your people love. were really trying to keep it around they for a long time. They kept it going. Time. So, um, yeah. I could hey, sing of it for I've got a little I've got a bucket list for you. Ooh. For the for the summer. You, is this like your personal bucket list? No, or? no. This is this is for anyone who listens to the Worship Ministry Catalyst podcast. Okay. This is your twenty twelve summer bucket list, all right? <laughs> did I did I read the top ten last time? I read it on no. a, something I thought I read it no. on the podcast. I was th- I, you know, I write these posts sometimes, try to be funny, and I was like, I should read that on the podcast. People might like that, but then I never do. So yeah. this time I'm going to do it. All I'm, right, so, I'm, I'm like waiting with bated breath. All right, so I'm, everyone's making a bucket list this year. So I thought I'd make one for us. Number one, using a pair of dice, choose an episode of the Worst Ministry Catalyst podcast. <laughs> Roll the dice twice, and whatever the number adds up to, listen to that podcast. Oh, when you listen, pick sentences at four thirty-seven, six twenty-two. <laughs> 801, 1010, and 1313. Then, then find a way to work them into a comment on this post <laughs> that in is, a way that makes sense. That's the most <laughs> random thing. Number wow. two, start a conversation with 30 seconds of laughter. Hey, we did that. that I yeah. do remember that one. Number that, three. That was right before Scott Olson. Yeah. yeah. Ready for number three? Yeah. Like the Worst Ministry Catalyst Facebook page. Of course. Yep, yep. Number four. Lead a super serious worship set, then a very serious tone. Start singing head and shoulders, knees and toes, <laughs> knees and toes. <laughs> Bonus points if you do it in a minor key. Oh gosh! <laughs> head and shoulders, knees and toes. Number five: Name your guitar, or keyboard, and then tell people you're going on a date with, and insert the name. <laughs> insert name here. <laughs> Number six: Follow Worship Ministry Catalyst on Twitter. Of course. Number seven: Put a tip jar on your piano or tape it to your music stand. Like during during yeah. the service, <laughs> I love it. Number and then eight. when people come up, yeah. they're like, "What's this? Oh, it's just tips for God. <laughs> tips for God." Number eight: When someone comes up to complain about the music, pull out your phone, pull up whatever app you use to record, and say this conversation may be recorded for monitoring for and training ever. purposes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Hold on. Before you launch into that, uh, before you launch into that criticism, uh, this call may be recorded for quality control <laughs> and training purposes. That's awesome. I like that one. Number nine: Make sure it's for your sound guys with a giant QR code on the back. <laughs> Over the QR code, say something spiritual like. Scan the code to study the sermon a little deeper. And then when they scan the code, it sends people to a random YouTube video. Nice. (laughs) Number 10, I think this is my favorite one. Greet people at the main entrance of the church and offer to park the cars of people who are walking in. (laughs) During the service, have copies of their keys made. And then for the next few weeks, have the worship team move their cars to different parts of the parking lot during the sermon. (laughs) Wow, just for fun. (laughs) Yeah, just for fun. Yeah, just to kind of freak people out and get them mad. That'd be kind of funny. Why not? Why not? That's, so that's a, your bucket list. That's a good list. That's your 2012. You know, I I do a couple of those. Not all of them. Did I ever tell you about the time when I was um in high school? Um, I I would I had this dream of buying a, a Yamaha Grand piano. Oh yeah, I'd still um, love to have one. Oh man, it's uh, still a dream. It's just way way out there. Yeah, no. And and uh, so here I am, you know, 16, 17 years old, and I'm like. I'm going to get myself a Yamaha Grand Piano someday. Um, 
And, but they're like way, you know, like fifty thousand mm-hmm. dollars or something ridiculous, you know. For and, a good one. Yeah, for like a C seven yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. And um and so I just started walking. I was on the worship team uh, at Crossroads, and I just started like everywhere I went, like whether it was uh, Sunday morning or youth group or or on worship team. I had this glass jar, um, and and on the front I taped a sign that said uh, Yamaha Grand Piano Fund, and <laughs> and and people actually gave me money nice. towards it. Like, do you still have that money? No, oh. no, yeah. By the by the end, I think finally Jason, after like a month or two months is like dude kevin you gotta stop panhandling at church like <laughs> that's just that's not cool yeah. find find something else to do um but i think by the time it was said and done i had like 40 bucks you know nice i can't remember what i did with it probably nothing to do with buying a piano um taco bell maybe most mm-hmm. likely mcdonald's mm-hmm. but um <laughs> anyway pizza. you love pizza so. oh i did not or i do not um i didn't love it as much back then i was more a mcdonald's guy oh really um yeah now i don't do mcdonald's as much anymore um but i still have a weakness for pizza i'm trying to eat healthier so i i try not to eat a lot of like fast food and pizza but man it still tastes good exactly we watch we were watching the biggest exactly. loser and there was an episode when jillian you know she orders in some some of the food that the contestants used to eat, right? <laughs> and one of it's like this huge sandwich. It's like you know, Gin- I mean, ginormous. it's like the size of a plate. Yeah. And it's like four inches high. I mean, just piled it's with piled with grease and cheese and all kinds of stuff. All it, kinds of goodness. It looks really good, yeah. except that it's huge, right? Of course, she takes a bite of it, like, and pretending to throw up. Yeah, and like. Oh, come on. You're like, it there's, actually tastes there's good. There's no way that it tastes that bad that you have to go actually throw up. Yeah. I mean, you are only doing that for the show because totally. you want people to think that it tastes bad because it's unhealthy. Yeah. No, the, the unhealthy on, things usually good. taste the best. Um, so. But yeah, I'm trying to trying to eat healthier. Yeah. But anyway, um, hey, so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Guess what I did recently? What did you do recently, Kevin? I went on a mission trip, you, David. No. I did. Really? I did, to the Dominican wow. Republic. Yeah. Why don't you tell us about that? I will. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, David and I, we, we had this whole thing planned. Um, yeah, so I a couple weeks ago, I got back from a mission trip with my church. Um, I went with some of the youth and some of the uh, um, uh, adult leaders from um, our church, and there was 30 of us. We set off for the Dominican Republic, and we were there for ten days. And uh, it, it was, um, man, it was just. I'm tr- I'm pausing to try to think of the right word, and the only word I can think of, which sounds a little like extreme, but the only word I can think of is life changing. Um, which, it, you know, if you if you would have talked to me several months ago. And been like, hey, when you leave for 10 days and you come back, you're going to be a different person and your life will forever be changed. I'd be like, okay, probably not, but thanks for, mm-hmm. thanks for saying that. Yeah. Um, but I'm telling you, man, like, okay, so this was, this was my first overseas mission trip. I've done some mission trips locally in the States, um, you know, some fairs and, and whatnot, but I've never actually traveled like overseas and gone to uh, a place that that is by and large um just in poverty you know Mm -hmm. and um and something about being there and just seeing some of that i mean it changes your perspective for sure but what it did for me is it changed the way that i think about um it changed the way that i think about um 
you know, um, like my my home. I changed the way I think about my um, what what I spend money on. Changes the way that I think about how I do ministry and church and how and how I, I even lead music. Um, you know, so many different facets of my of my heart were touched, you know, in so many different ways. So there's the poverty where, you know, my heart's broken. Um, but then there's, you know, experiencing the worship service on Sunday in, in, uh, in the city of Barahona. Um, and just like the joy they had, my heart was lifted. And then, you know, I I got to, we sponsor a child in the Dominican Republic Mm -hmm. and I got, our family does, and I got to meet our sponsored kid and, and my heart was filled with joy, but also just, loss and and mm-hmm. heartbreak as i said goodbye to him and so anyway all these emotions rattling through in the, in the course of 10 days you know i get back and i'm just like i'm just like processing all these emotions and i'm like wow i don't quite know exactly how to feel but mm-hmm. i know that what i'm feeling will change the way i think mm-hmm. and it'll change the way that i operate and so that's why i said it's life-changing mm-hmm. it was well, yeah, I've actually never, I, I've been overseas, but it was to Great Britain. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's still, you know, civilized country. It's depressing in its own right for its own reasons, but yeah. because they're very post-Christian, <laughs> I mean, not, um, like one of the things that stood out to me the most was just that, you know, we'd talk to someone on the streets because that's one of the things we were doing and they said, you know, you Americans come over here and you want to do evangelism on the streets, but you don't understand that to us, you know, religion is something we do in private, you know, it's something we do in our own house and our own, mm. in the privacy of our own home. And it's like, wow, really? You don't, wow. it's not anything more than that. It's just something you, because that means it's nothing, you know, if, yeah. if you do it in the privacy of your own home, that's it, a write off to say, yeah, we're not doing anything. Right. right? Cause you know? it, it can just be a secret, you know, yeah. oh, it's my own thing. So, but but yeah, I mean, anytime you're removed from your comfort zone and thrown into the midst of something that's totally different, something you totally uh, have no connection to, I mean, that's just not any anywhere normal for you. It just opens your eyes to to look at your life and evaluate your life in light of what you've experienced, you know, and, yeah. and how... Uh, how blessed we really are. Well, and and I think that that's part of the initial thing, you know, when we got there and as I was taking it all in, that's the initial impact it had on me. Um, you know, I mean, since then I've been able to process and think about other stuff, but the initial impact was, wow, um, I can't believe I'm so rich, you know, mm-hmm. because by their standards, I'm, I'm stinking rich, you mm-hmm. know, like I have, I have a two story house and I mean, their houses, even the nicest houses, are are pretty pretty modest. You know, one one floor, you know, eight hundred square feet, whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, you know, even yeah, um, like I'm just I'm rich, and and uh, you know, realizing like even our poor people in America are are pretty well off compared to uh, to what they're experiencing, and. You know, I was just doing some research. You know, the uh, um, the poverty level in America is considered if your family makes less than twenty thousand dollars annually, then you're considered to be in poverty. Mm-hmm. Um, the poverty level worldwide, so like Dominican Republic, for example, 
um, I believe it's a dollar ninety seven a day. Yeah. Um, which you know, which comes out to be about you know fifty fifty five bucks a month or whatever. You know, which which over the the course of a year we're talking six thousand bucks. Yeah, six thousand dollars. You know, um, six hundred. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. Oh, see, I see. That's even yeah. That's even even worse. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, and and I'm just like, you know that that's not much money, and um, yeah, you know, like the the unemployment rate right now in America, I I, I can't remember exactly what it is, like twelve or thirteen percent, you know. Um, and I mean, that's, you know, that's bad. Like Depends I, on who you're listening to. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, you know, and, and don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not trying to negate, uh, people in our country who are struggling to find a job. Like that's a real thing, you know? Um, but the unemployment rate in the Dominican Republic is 65%. 60, that's like two out of every three people do not have a job, you know? Yeah. And, and the people who are having, who are making money, uh, the people who do who do have jobs, you know, I mean, they're making you know, a couple bucks a day, you know, um, five bucks a day, whatever, ten if they're lucky. Because um, most of the people there don't have jobs; they're just you know scrounging and scrapping and trying to trying to get you know they're trying to get just any money, couple bucks a day. Well, you know, you think. What you spend two dollars a day on? Yeah, <laughs> you know, like a coffee. Well, for one, like right now, we're all probably spending more than two dollars a day just to drive to and from work, right? I mean, yes. Um, and we don't. I mean, sure, we feel the pain at the pump when you go and you have to fill up, and it's fifty, sixty bucks. But you don't really think about it on a day to day basis. I yeah. mean, some people do. I've started thinking about it a little bit more, but it's not like when you get in your car and you're driving. You know, 15 or 20 minutes, you don't stop and think, oh, there goes two bucks, there goes five bucks, yeah. there goes, you know. But then when you think about someone around the world, one trip in your car from home to the grocery store and back is what they need for an entire day to live off of mm-hmm. for their food and for every all of their needs, you know. Yeah. And, it, you know, it's just, and I think, I think what, what struck me is just, um, I mean, everything they do there is just so much simpler. Like they just have simple, simple lives. You know, they have simple houses. Um, you know, they 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 have chickens that they raise that they eat. They have beans uh, that they grow for food. You know, um, you know they. Um, yeah, it's just I don't know. It just made me think. Okay, um, like I think our American level of tolerance and what we find acceptable is just so much different you know we um and 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 to a certain degree like that's a good thing because in the dominican republic i mean they don't have clean water they don't have sanitation and sewer good sewer systems you know so um you know it's good it's good for us to have infrastructure it's good for us to have sewer systems it's good for us to have clean water it's good Mm -hmm. for us to have taxes so that the roads are actually paved you know and they don't have giant potholes everywhere like they do in you know, the Dominican Republic. So uh, those are all good things. Um, but anyway, so that, that, that was like the initial impact I had just realizing, wow, I'm, I'm stinking rich, you know? Well, and, you know, I think isn't our America is like all Americans, even the most, you know, usually the poorest Americans were still in the like top two or 3% of the world. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's exactly it. Yeah. Like po- poverty level in America, $20,000 or less, um, is still considered pretty, you know, 
pretty well off. And, you know, I was sharing with you earlier, David, that, you know, even our poor people um, or even the people in our in our country who are making poor choices and just decide that they want to, like, just drink alcohol and, and you know, um, even those people can get assistance. They can go to a homeless shelter. They can go to a soup kitchen. Uh, they can, you know, try to get government aid. Um, you know, if you lose your job, you can get unemployment. Like, there's helps available in the Dominican Republic and for many other places in the world, there aren't helps available. Like, if you're poor, oh, well, try to find some money. You know, try to sell something. Try to make a, a trade. Um, try to get a job. It's, it's tough. It's tough. Yeah, it's... Yeah, I mean... We should take everything for granted. Yeah. There's backup so, yeah, plans so, to our backup plans and you know. So that was the initial always. the initial impact, but then the secondary impact, the, the thing that touched my heart and expanded my box was when it came to music ministry, which was really cool. I'm going down there as a music pastor, you know. And um you know, I'm going down there just, you know, to experience some of this and I gotta meet our sponsor kid and that was a whole that was a whole experience in and of itself. You know, the the culture shock, seeing the poverty. But then we we go to this church on Sunday and, uh, you know, they find out I'm the, I'm the worship pastor. And so they, they want me to play on the worship team, you know. And they have like this little rinky-dink keyboard. Um, and they, they got this like drum set. What kind of keyboard? Um, I was going to say Casio, but I, I think it's one step up from a Casio. It was a Korg. Oh, really? But it was, um, it was like old like like the nine like the 1995 model cork mm-hmm. like whatever that was the m8 or something you know where um and, and the thing's been just used i mean you know it's been which is great i mean they're using it they're loving it um but i thought it was interesting though because uh they speak spanish in the dominican republic mm-hmm. and and the keyboard you know i don't know if they got it as a gift from someone or what but you know the whole thing's in english uh, all the buttons and all the settings and uh-huh. all the names of the you know uh, and i'm like boy how do you people even know how to <laughs> like i think they just they just started pressing buttons oh, yeah, and I'm figured sure. out like the pattern they're like okay if i press this three times and then i press the up button mm-hmm. then <laughs> right anyway but yeah so we're doing music down there and it's just like so I, I I just experienced all this poverty. I just experienced this whole feeling of wow, I'm so rich, I'm spoiled. I can't believe I can't believe that how how can I live with myself? Mm-hmm. How can I go back home and not just decide to sell my house and and give away all the money I have, you know? And so I'm feeling really guilty. I'm feeling really bad. I'm like these poor people, and I'm feeling almost sorry for them. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, these poor people. You know, how how do they even live with themselves? And then we're there at church, and and we have this church service. It's like three hours long, right? You know, <laughs> this ain't no like ninety minute American service. It's like three hours, and probably about two hours of that was just singing, mm-hmm. just music. And when you do a song, it, it it's not like this nice, you know, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, chorus done. It's like the songs just go on and on. It's like verse, 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 yeah. verse, chorus, and now chorus, let's do the chorus, 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 and now let's break it down, now let's do the chorus some more, <laughs> and now and, and now let's go back to the verse, and now let's sing another verse, and now let's just make up words, <laughs> and now let's just start shouting, thank you, God, yes, uh-huh. Lord, yes, yes, God. How did it, your team respond to that? Oh, I mean, they I know loved you did, it. but yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. It was fun because, um, you know, I think everyone went there, you know, understanding like, okay, we're in a different culture. And and people just like everyone on our team, all thirty of us, we were just digging 
it, you know. Mm-hmm. And it was so funny because we came back to Laurelwood, um, and that next Sunday, and it, it's just like everyone was like, "Come on, you know, like what? Why is everyone <laughs> don't so, just sit there? And don't just seat. sit there." Um, and so it was fun, yeah, like we, Jesus. We we kind of had like a like a Dominican Republic worship service that mm-hmm. Sunday, and we just did songs that we did down there. And uh, and it was great. Like our team just got up and started did you like do them for ten minutes. Um, each? No, we didn't do oh. we didn't do the ten minute thing. That's too bad. But but we did start doing like a conga line around the church. It was awesome. <laughs> First time we done a conga line at Laurelwood. You um, should have done one for just ten minutes. I mean, just just to <laughs> just see to give them a flavor. so they would know what it's like. Yeah, I talked about it. You know, I talked about. I'm like, hey, you know, I'm like, hey, you know, if you ever think that our songs are repetitive. Go down there because they sing it for, <laughs> I mean, literally 10, probably more, mm-hmm. 12 minutes. I don't know. A long time. We did Might to Save, and at one point, they, they pulled Angie up on stage because mm-hmm. they wanted her to sing it in English, and, and then they were singing in Spanish. And she, like, her voice is getting sore because she just, you know, <laughs> save you, yeah. you know, just... Um, and then we, we, we got to that bridge, shine your light in, and we, we sing it probably mm-hmm. like 20 times, shine your light and let wow. the whole world see, singing, um... But okay, sorry. What I was getting at, I'm feeling, I'm feeling bad for these people. Like, oh, these poor Dominicans. But then we start worshiping and we start singing, and these people have so much joy, so much life. And and as I was already alluding to, just dancing, conga lines around the church. Mm-hmm. Everyone's just having a blast. And like, if you were to walk in there, you would think, wow, these people are really happy. They must have something going on mm-hmm. in their life. That's a good thing. But that's it. They don't. Right. Like I, I, I went and visited their houses. We did these home visits, and, and their houses are like simple, you know, ten by ten or twelve by twelve houses. You know, um, not much, not much there. Cement floors, tin roofs, all cinder blocks. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of times the 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 cinder blocks are kind of crumbling. And man, but these people, like, they get to church and they just sing and they worship. And I'm like, oh, I get it mm-hmm. because. When they sing a song like Trading My Sorrows or Happy Day or Mighty to Save, when they're singing these songs, they're real statements. And they're like, yeah, boy, that was a happy day. You know, I may not have that much to be happy about, but man, when Jesus Christ washed my sins away, that was a good day. Mm -hmm. And I'm happy about that. And they sing and they have joy and it was fun. So it just totally opened my eyes to even how I, you know, here I am in America and and for all intents and purposes, I'm wealthy beyond beyond belief. Mm-hmm. I have more than I could ever even need. Um, but do I sing with that same sort of like joy? Do I have that same happiness? And I mean, and if I'm honest with myself, I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't because when I sing those songs, they aren't necessarily real statements to me. I mean, I I love those songs and I sing them and I, I worship to them, but I'm not actually. I'm not actually saying, you know, yes, I'm trading my sorrows. I'm trading my shame. I'm trading my sickness for the joy of the Lord because I don't have a lot of sorrow. I don't have the shame of poverty. And if I'm sick, I go to a doctor, you know, Mm -hmm. when these people are sick, like they just have to pray real hard. And maybe if they're lucky, they'll get medicine, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe, maybe. We just go to the cabinet and pull out some ibuprofen. Yeah, exactly. We got we got a medicine cabinet. Mm -hmm. I'm sure a lot of you guys at home have medicine cabinets. You know, well, you know the the great thing about it is is that um, 
we all have the same hope, regardless of our current circumstances. Yeah. The hope of eternity for all of us is the same. Yep. And it's the same God, same hope. And no matter how good, you know, we have it here or how bad they have it there, the hope is the same. But the but the thing that's great is when you get into a worship service, when you get into a group of people that are thinking about something down the road, you know, they're thinking about a savior that saved them from their sins. They're, they're thinking about yeah. the promise of a hope for a future. Their hope is a lot stronger than our hope. Right. They, well, and that's exactly yeah. it. Yeah. They're, they're all there. And it's like, you know, everyone together and, and, and you know, everyone's at this church. Um, and, and I was telling you this, that's the thing, you know, there's like the one church in Barahona and it, it's not, it's not like, Oh, I think I'm going to drive 15 miles to this other church. That mm-hmm. I like better. Cause no churches be- to choose from. Yeah. It's like, Everyone from the neighborhood just comes and walks and just comes into the church. And it's like people just walk there. You know, there's a couple of like motorbikes and people rode some motorbikes. But Mm -hmm. mostly it's just the community. It's the community and that neighborhood. And they're all coming together and they all have this hope of, okay, my, my neighborhood like sucks, you know, and my community and I'm in poverty and everything else. But man, when we come together and we sing, we have a hope. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Good. Excellent. Good stuff. It is good. Well, that's all the time we have for this episode. So we're going to call it quits on episode 114. Once again, you can find us online, www.worshipministrycatalyst.com. Facebook.com slash Worship Ministry Catalyst. Twitter.com slash WM Catalyst 360-818-4339. Call and leave us a voicemail. We'll play it on the show. Leave us a review on iTunes or you can send an email to David Worship Ministry Catalyst.com or... Oh, Kevin, uh, you were doing so good. I I was like, (laughs) I was mesmerized by how you were just rattling the stuff off. Uh, uh, Kevin at worshipministrycatalyst.com. Yeah, so that's episode 114 of the can. We'll talk to you again soon. (laughs) Okay, bye.